Hello, you've just tuned in to Parenting is Not Easy, but somebody's got to do it. I'm your host, Keisha Wright, and I want to talk to you all about something that is really near and dear to my heart. And it's that wonderful thing that this show is all about, and it's called parenting. But I don't want to just talk about parenting. I want to talk about being the proactive parent and exactly how do we be a proactive parent you know is there such thing as a proactive parent um when you look at our society today and we look at the condition of our kids in these schools teachers are exhausted they're quitting their jobs because they can't handle teaching in the schools they can't handle the kids um you know parents are like losing control of their children. And I can even attest to this myself. You know, I'm, I'm, I must say that I'm blessed in the fact that I have two sons and I always tell them that are grown at 24 and 25 right now. And I tell them that it's a blessing that I can sleep at night. And what I mean by that is not that my sons are perfect by any means, But the fact that I know pretty much where they are, who they're with, what they're doing. Um, And if I don't necessarily know all the details, because, you know, one of my sons have gotten into some trouble with some things and, you know, they've made some bad decisions. But for the most part, I know their character and who they are and what they will do and what they won't do. And for that, I can live with it. Um, do I wish that, you know, certain things will change? Of course, but you know, certain things come with age, but they are who they are choosing to be. Excuse me one second. So, um, so yeah, with that, I, you know, I can live with it. Now, my school age children who are still at home with me are 11 and 14 And, um, of course we have, you know, some moments because I'm a single mother and they're 11 and 14 and they are 11 and 14 year old boys and they act like boys. But the one thing that I do is I use the word to guide me in raising my children. And that's what I believe proactive parenting is all about. And I just want to share a few scriptures that I use to help to remind me of different things when raising our children. The first thing I think about being a proactive parent is that you have to set a solid foundation. And that foundation to me for myself as a parent is... In Proverbs 22, 6, where it says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. And the reason that this scripture stands out, because though our children grow up and they make their own decisions, but I truly believe that when you train them up a certain way, they don't forget their upbringing and 
once you've created a habit in them, good or bad, that habit usually sticks unless they decide to make a conscious decision to really change it. I remember talking to a lady at a church one time and she had talked about, oh my goodness, I can't remember if she was talking about going to bed at a certain time or waking up. Um, But I think she was talking about going to bed at a certain time and she was saying how her father made them keep a certain schedule. And this woman is way past her 50s and she still keeps that same schedule to this day. And that made me think about the scripture in training. And when you train, it's just that you train them to do a certain thing. You train them to act in a certain behavior. If a football um, player wants to play a certain play or be a certain um, play a certain position, he has to be trained in order to be in that particular position. He has to do extensive training. He has a coach that helps him to become uh, that particular athlete and. That's the way I feel about parenting. We have to train up our children in a way so that they can grow up and be responsible adults to where we don't have the problems that we see today with our children being unruly. And there are scriptures that are located in Proverbs that talks about children uh, being a certain way and how your children can embarrass you. And don't get me wrong, I, I'm i not coming to you as one that's perfect. I've had a child. <laughs> uh, my child embarrassed me one day at the school. And I was just like, wow, you know, he knows better than this. But he made a conscious decision that that's how he wanted to conduct himself. And of course, when we got home, we had some words. But, you know, he had his moment. But, um... I'm just saying all that because I truly believe that if we follow certain principles, that they will work for us. And another scripture that is important, the Bible talks in Proverbs 9, 10, it says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So who is the Holy One? And for me, that means the Holy Spirit, um, the Lord that is with us, that if we ask him for understanding and we ask him for wisdom, he will freely give it to us. Um, Our foundation has to be rooted in God. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of of wisdom. So when you look at our children today, people will tell you quickly, these kids aren't afraid of anything. And by them lacking that sense of reverence and fear for God, for um, adults, they lack the wisdom that they need and they end up making horrible decisions because they're acting from a place of lack of wisdom. And they're influenced and they're tossed to and fro. And they're just making these decisions that 
could cause a lot of heartache, not only for them, but for a parent. I attended a mentoring group out of Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I heard some stories where some of these young men talked about the things they did. They were facing 25, 30 years in prison for different things that they had done. And as I'm listening to them, I often would sit there and wonder, you know, what was really placed in them? Because there are times when a parent can do everything they know to do and children just still tend to make their own decisions. But I truly wonder if at times, you know, was the word really given to them? You know, if they had really had this word in them, or they had made some of the decisions that they made. So I also want to go back to Proverbs 11, 7 talks about wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all that getting, get understanding. And it teaches us how to get that holy, that understanding with the knowledge of the Holy One. These are some of my notes you hear in my paper. So I've taken some notes. Um, another thing that our children are lacking is discipline. Discipline these days does not seem to I don't know I, I let me just stick with me because I don't want to come off and seem critical or judgmental but so for me what I do is um, I make sure that I practice discipline with my children do I always get it right of course not, once again, but I make sure that I instill a certain level of discipline within them. Here again, that wonderful book of Proverbs. I love Proverbs because it just filled with so much wisdom. And it says, do not withhold discipline from a child. If you punish him with the rod, he will not die. Punish him with the rod. Oh, excuse me. Punish him with the rod and save his soul from death. Now, there are, when you hear rod, I will leave that for open to your interpretation of it. I know some people believe in using uh, corporal punishment. Others do not. Um, however, sometimes people refer to the rod as the rod of correction uh, in correcting a child. And there was a wonderful article that I actually saved and I'm going to talk about it and it talks about, you know, is the word really talking about using a belt or, you know, using a physical rod. Uh, I think that one thing is to, you have to know your child. You have to know what works for your child. You have to know your temperament. You have to know what gets their attention. Um, but here again, discipline is a funny thing. And there is a dis difference between discipline, abuse, it, it really is. And I think that sometimes if we practice too much discipline and punishment, well, no, discipline is always a good thing, but punishment without giving the ch child wisdom and an understanding of certain things, it causes an imbalance sometimes in our parenting. 
Um, these are just some of the things that I believe would make the difference. And the one key to everything is love. We cannot, not, not deny our children of love. We have to be patient. We have to be kind. We have to be long-suffering. We have to endure certain things with our children. But with it, it makes a difference when your child knows that you love them. When they know that you will go to bat for them. It builds up their confidence. It builds up self-esteem. Um, and I just think that if we build up self-esteem, discipline, give our children a vision, help them to understand their story of who they are, where am I going, how will I get there, what will I do when I get there. Um, you know, everyone has to know their story and oftentimes with parents it's difficult for us to discipline them because sometimes we still need it for ourselves because nobody really told us that we needed these things and we end up having children and creating um, some things that we have today so I just said all that to say parenting is not an easy job, but it's a necessity. In order to raise responsible children, we have to teach them responsibility, accountability, love, um, just all the different things that are helping to build. It's just like, okay, let's look at it like this. It's like having a, you want a rose, you want a rose garden. In order to have a rose, it gets ugly sometimes. It starts off with the seed. And as you put that seed in the bottom of the pot, we all know how it goes. You know you have to have the dirt. And your dirt is all the different things that you go through with parenting. And in that dirt is building roots. And when that flower finally comes up, that rose finally comes up, it becomes beautiful it's a beautiful um, creation from God, from nature. and But it took work. It took going through some dark days. Sometimes I see, couldn't see. And I truly believe that until a rose could pop up through that dirt as the parent, we are to guide them. They don't know where they're going. They don't know who they are. It's up to us to train them in the way they should go. Um, a lot of times we leave too many decisions up to our children. But I think as we ask God for wisdom, he will give it to us. So I kind of jump fumbled around a little bit, but let me sum it up like this. We have to parent. It's up to us what we see in these schools, good or bad. It's our fault. Whatever you send to the school, whatever comes out of that school, that's what's coming out of our homes. And we must take the time to evaluate 
what we are sending to the schools and not get upset with everybody because they're telling you something about your child. Because the very thing that they could be telling you could save that child's life. I have sat in um, in the class where a woman brought her child to the class and she brought her child in an urn. Her child that was killed right outside her doorstep. And this same mother has two sons in prison and she has one son at home. I've listened to her story and you know, it just breaks my heart. And though I don't understand all the ins and outs, the fact is things happen. Kids make choices, but we have to make sure that we are putting the right information in, in them. Because oftentimes we tell kids what not to do, but have we really given them the foundation on what to do? And you have to, if you want to tell somebody that they need to eat healthy and you just say, hey, no more ice cream. But have you told them what to replace that ice cream with? Have you told them to take, hey, stay, have a, uh, stay off all the fatty foods, stay off all of this. But have you given the alternative? And I think a lot of times we're missing the alternative to poor behavior. We're not giving them the true antidote of a vision. Where am I going? Who do I want to be? What do I want to do with my life? We They have to have a purpose and they have to have that grit to help them to hang in there when times get rough. They have to believe in themselves. They have to know their worth, their value. And I have found they have to understand the wisdom and principles in life. And I have found that through this word, it is the the guide for me as a parent and parenting my children. And on top of that, my life experience with all the mistakes I made, all the wrong decisions I made, I take all of that and I try to pour every piece of wisdom that I learned from my mistakes into my children. And into others as a full time, I was a full time volunteer at my son's middle school. And I will tell you, there is hope for these kids. There was one young lady. I can't will not call her name. But when I tell you, I remember walking in the class one day and she was in ISS. And I, I would often ask the kids, what are y'all in here for? And they would tell me different things. But this one particular young lady stepped, you know, um, she just kind of stood out for me. And. I asked her, I said, what are you in here for? And she told me for fighting. And then I asked her, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she told me. And I said, if you continue to do what you're doing and act in the way you're acting, are you going to be able to fulfill your dream of becoming whatever she told me at the time? It was several different things. So I'm not sure if she said a doctor or a nurse or but I think it was somewhere in there. It was either a doctor, nurse. No, I think she wanted to be an attorney. And I was like, wow, so you want to be an attorney, but you fighting. So you'll basically have to plead your own case if you continue to go the way you're going. 
And sometimes we just have to sit down and make these kids think. By me taking that little time just to talk to her and get her to think. When things would kind of go wrong at school, she would come up to me and she'd be like, that's right. I need to talk to you because they trying to fight and I'm not trying to do that. Whereas before that, if you want to give her a good fight, she'll give it to you. And she still would fight, but she would do everything she could to try to avoid it and use wisdom. So I'm saying there are just little things sometimes that we can do to make a kid turn around. Another young man at the school met him at ISS and I told him, I said, don't let me see you back in here anymore. And throughout the school year, I never really saw him. And one day I walked in class and I was like, oh, I said, you still at Camp Rick? And he was like, yes, ma'am. And I said, I haven't seen you, you know, down in ISS lady. He was like, Miss Wright, you told me not to. <laughs> we just don't know what little things you can do to turn the life of a child around. What one or two things you can say to turn the life of a child around. So with that being said, I could go on and on. I really pray that something that I said could help benefit someone. And um, I just pray that my message was clear. And that parenting is important. And if you don't want to see your child in jail, dead, um, sometimes in the wrong relationships, that can be just as bad. Dealing with baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. You got to give these kids wisdom. We have to give them more than a pair of tennis shoes. We have to give them the substance. It's almost like having a gold chain that's hollow on the inside. It's not real. It, you got to feel them. You got to feel them. We got to do that in, internal work of a child. And um, so, yeah. So I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. And I did this thing about two o'clock in the morning. So, yes, I did yawn a couple of times. But I wanted to get it off my chest. So. Hope you all enjoyed this episode. Hope you all learned something. If you have any questions or concerns, you can um, reach me at kw, the number four, sons at gmail.com. I will be putting up or um, creating another email address. But right now, that's where I can be reached is at kw or sons, the number four sons at gmail.com so i'm out i'm your host keisha wright and i hope that you all were blessed by this broadcast until next time good night